Hey everyone, it's Gabby and Danny and Manny and you're listening to Oye, Let's Talk. A disclaimer from Oye, Let's Talk podcast hosts. We are aware this is a controversial topic and understand all sides of the topic, which is why we are exploring different perspectives on this episode. Hey everyone, if you heard my girl Danny, my co-host, then you probably realize that we're talking about people of color. It can be a little bit of a tough, heavy topic, but I just want to emphasize we're not talking about people specifically, but rather the term. So we're approaching this and we're going to outline it all for you in twofold, starting with the definition, which also has two different ones according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary. So Webster's first definition is, in terms of people of color, it means it's a person who's skin pigmentation is other than and especially darker than what is considered a characteristic of people typically defined as white so basically the first definition is melanin based quite literally how white are you or are you of any color whatsoever the second definition is a person who is of a race other than white or assume or who is of mixed race so that has a little more cultural significance and undertones That's where I think things can get a little hazy, but we're going to explore all of that in a moment. I do completely want to acknowledge the new term that has taken, I would say, um, society at the helm, and not everyone is as familiar with BIPOC. That's Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. This is, again, a definition. It is pronounced BIPOC, and it's a term really specific to the United States, so you can't just go anywhere with it. It's intended to center the experiences of Black and Indigenous groups, which is what B and I stand for, and demonstrate solidarity between communities of color. So BIPOC, people of color, is POC, and then Black and Indigenous is at the front. So there's no confusion about two groups who have been historically marginalized in comparison to other people who may have been or who may identify with the term people of color. Whew, that was a lot. I know if you need to re-listen to those definitions, that's perfectly okay. But today we're going to all talk about it since all of us here at Oye Let's Talk identify as Latinx or Latino, where Latinos fit in the confusion of what's race, ethnicity, culture, people of color, and all that fun stuff. According to NPR, which I totally like rely on a lot of the cases, Code Switch is a great podcast. If you listen to Oye Let's Talk, you'd probably be a fan. But In one of their episodes, they totally dissect what people of color kind of means. And just to quote a few things, like the OG POCs are Black people, Native Americans, and darker-skinned Latinos, particularly those of Mexican origin, because no one could really argue that those groups of people had a history of being racialized in the United States. And when we say racialized, it's basically being put as other. Now... Would you all like agree like those are probably the three groups or do you feel like it's a little more mixed? I think for the I think for the most part, yes, I think that those are the main minorities that have been targeted um, and why like it makes total sense why they would be considered a person of color. Um, And I struggle I struggle with the definition of it because in terms of like it being politically correct, for example. And I'm going to quote an NPR article um, who, t- who took quotes from listeners on this very same topic um, to gauge how people felt about it. And I'm going to quote Caleb Smith, a 40-year-old. 
He says, the term people of color is something I do not feel comfortable using because it sounds a lot like the term colored, which was a term used in the Jim Crow era here in Mississippi and was used on water fountains in swimming pools and and schools. And it just kind of serves as a reminder to me of what we had and how bad Jim Crow segregation was. I feel similarly toward this, like if we're going to get a little personal about the topic, um, when I think of the term people of color, I think back to that segregated era where whites were, you know, people who were considered of a white race, went to different schools, had different bathrooms, and um, African-Americans who are considered Black were, quote-unquote, people of color. So to me, like in terms of politically correctness, I don't ever really use the word people of color because I don't know where it fits, if that makes sense. Like I would never want to be insensitive or um have it be taken the wrong way because at the end of the day it is a label um and i think it's very personal so i think if you consider yourself a person of color that's entirely up to you but i do think that if we as a society make these labels for other people which is what these definitions make it sound like i'm i'm not comfortable with that if that makes sense no i totally think that's fair and um kind of going back to like melanin versus like whatever the other term you you want to or the other definition you want to use I do feel like people of color like it's kind of an all-encompassing way to refer to anyone who's not white right and which is what, what even is that is that like people from Europe from the Middle East from like just you being white passing like you're considered white you know what I mean like it's so oh, and that's I the difficult it. I think that's the difficulty in all of it where it's like where are the lines? And even at Gabby asked at the top of the the episode, where do Latinos fit in that? You know, I think we have so many skin colors and range from so many different origins that it's it's hard. I think we always go back to trying to put ourselves into boxes, mm-hmm. and it's difficult. It's so difficult because not a box applies to everybody. And that's what I kind of want to talk about in the term of people of color. So like kind of going back, I'm referencing the NPR uh, code switch episode again, like POC now includes Asians of all backgrounds, like no matter your skin tone, right? So Pacific Mm -hmm. Islanders, Arab, Middle Eastern, North African people, especially those who are Muslim. So like the religious identification can like apply as there too. And it's basically any minority group that's been denied to this quote-unquote whites only club right so like in social circles or businesses where the whiter you were the more accepted you are so anyone who's been othered or is made to feel foreign or just like off the bat recognized as perhaps not the most american because you know at the end of the day they don't look what you expect them to look like or their skin tone is different in a way that may not mesh with where you're at And I think if people of color is meant to be all encompassing, like at this point, maybe we should just be better about like recognizing people for who they are. So if they identify as Arab, like refer to them as Arab, as opposed to, oh, aren't you a person of color? (laughs) Or I'm a person of color. Yeah, I just feel like for me, this is so old school. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it sounds like such a harsh label. It it seems like we're even othering them on another layer, if that makes sense. I just I don't understand why this is even in our in our vocabulary. I honestly didn't even think about it until you mentioned that quote, Danny, where saying the word colored almost gives you 
like flashbacks to seeing hey yeah. colored people only i don't even think and i'm about sure that. a lot of people feel that way and actually fun fact i'm not gonna name uh the the company where this happened at but i know a reporter who when the black lives matter movement um was a big deal during the pandemic she went live and she she's white you know white passing white american i don't know if she's european at all but she's blonde um not that it has anything to do with it but i can see how people can take this you know like oh this is coming from like a white blonde girl kind of thing she said you know i'm standing here something along along the lines of hi you know we're here live uh where the black lives matter protest just started as you can see there's a lot of people of color and oh my gosh, once the newscast ended, she got so much comments from viewers saying, how could she say that? How could she label them that way? She had, you know, this big talk with management. Management didn't know how to respond to this. And so I do think that like people are not, it's not that people are sensitive. It's just that I can see how this could be insulting because again, you're othering them even more you're categorizing them and like manny said you're putting them into this box of yeah they're not white caucasian blonde blue eyes the way we used to idealize like the european white standard i'd like to think that we've moved past that right like we've seen so much diversity here in the united states that to me this term has just i don't know why it's been a hot topic of discussion recently especially among hispanics so go on, Manny, go ahead. No, I was, I was, I wanted to go back, circle back to what you were saying, Gabby, about now this word, because Gabby, Danny is saying, you know, it kind of give uh, gives us um, flashbacks to the past of how this word was used. But now this title person of color is being more inclusive of, I guess what we once called minorities, it's now all encompassing a bigger umbrella for, I guess, marginalized groups or however you want to call it. It's just another term now, but I don't know. Is I think is it really, no, no, I, I, including white Asian Americans or even white Latin Americans, even white Caribbeans there's i mean sometimes you're a person of color and then sometimes you're not so then is the the confusion of this when you definition say, when you say not you're talking about the skin tone correct just to clarify right. no right. because because if this one def this it has two definitions right a that's the confusing part right we're all i feel like we're all white passing um we are all hispanic uh, hispanic latin american caribbean we would you call yourself a person of color and one definition you are other than white none of us identify as white in america within the category but at the same time we're not melanated enough to be like hey i'm a person of color that's why i think it's such a personal thing like i recall hearing like multiple friends of mine from like different places like colombia peru even venezuela i think and i I was like taken aback because to me, they're all white looking and they're like, yeah, because, because, you know, people of color like me. And I, I, I was just like, what? And that, again, it's such a personal thing. I feel like I am no one to be like, no, you're not, you know, because if they identify that way, yeah, they do. 
Yeah, but okay, so here's where I get tripped up, right? And mm -hmm. I've asked a bunch of people this. I almost posted it on my Instagram, but I didn't want to open myself up to that much hate. <laughs> but so I know, like, I, I don't really love the word, the term white passing, because I feel like I'm white. Like, I, in all intents of the word, like, I, I am white. I'm not as white as some of my other colleagues or friends, but I'm definitely not as brown as some of my other friends and I'm hardly brown to be honest but when I ask a group of white people or white people have assumed that I am a person of color like off the bat like before I speak or I walk up to them because my features are slightly different or I have dark features so that's where I get tripped up that the assumption yeah it's personal like maybe I personally don't know if I consider myself a woman I consider myself maybe a woman of color I don't think I open myself up to like say person of color all the time what's the difference so I feel like as a woman, we're mar as women, we're marginalized more as well. So I do identify with the struggle of being a female Latina in but spaces why can't you where just say that I'm not you, white I enough. But I don't feel like I I feel like I definitely am more privileged than a black man. What about a black woman? Yeah, I'm I'm privileged there too, but I feel like I would have similar experiences when so, it comes to So okay, so to that that's where my confusion and and my reaction of me taking a step it. back, yeah, comes into play is you are a Latina woman, correct? That's the way you identify yourself. Yes. And say your best friend is a black woman as well. She identifies as a person of color or a woman of color and so do you. However, your skin tone is not remotely as dark or you, you yourself say, like, you are white passing or more geared toward the white that race. That I'm, I'm white. Yes, I right. look You're, white. Yeah. Not white race, but I'm white in color. Would you still tell that woman, hey, I'm also a person of color? Or yes. would you feel some type of way? Yes. No, I no, would say I consider myself a woman of color. And I will say that next to a black woman or next to a brown woman. Because to me... I will have, I'm there, like I can support them. I'll have that sense of camaraderie. I feel like we have similar upbringing. Like we have stuff to be discussed. Like we have a sense of foundation that would be similar because we also have that gendered aspect to it. I okay. feel more in touch to that. Now, like even between Manny and I, like let's say if Manny was a white man or Manny was a black guy or something, I feel like when it comes to like male dominance, like I have been inferior in a lot of situations when you add the gender aspects to it. Well, and right. Sometimes, sometimes I feel inferior because I'm not a I am not considered a white woman. It's because I am a Latina. So oh, it's like okay. I've been, oh, you're feisty, or can you speak English, or et cetera, or oh, Latina women clean a lot, et cetera. So there's different nuances to my gender so and my ethnicity. My question is, what is the difference between considering yourself a person of color when you're speaking of not your skin tone, but the otherness versus a minority? Because at the end of the day, what I'm hearing is you feel othered slash you're a minority, right? So so like that depends too can how you use the term minority because not too far back like you know how they say like females are the minority because mm -hmm. women used to not be in the workplace as much women were considered quote-unquote a minority and then they changed right. it to be an ethnic definition and that's like my issue with the term minority overall that's my mm -hmm. discussion to it now when there's seven billion people in the world and i don't know i think it's like what uh two billion in the united states something like that 
Now, if I'm going to call myself a person of color among every single person, like I feel, I don't feel like I scaled up in that aspect. Like I feel like there's way too many nuances. There's way too many options or like comparisons to be made in that aspect that I don't feel comfortable taking up that kind of space. Me personally, because I feel like I am more, I am more privileged than other people. Like the generic population, I have been more privileged um, than certain men who are of color. So define you or men who have more melanin because I pass off more as a white woman. Now, going back to my main point is this whole time, this is what I have self-reflected on. But it's understanding that even though I may consider myself white in terms of skin tone, not as race, Mm -hmm. right off the bat, the white race I have asked, I've lived in Missouri, I've been in Indiana, (laughs) Um, I now live in Georgia, and the conversation comes up among those that I'm close to, and very few, actually never, no one has ever said, yeah, you've passed off as white to me. Interesting. Right. So you, I'm sorry, go ahead, finish. So like white friends that I'm like, oh, did you like, did you feel comfortable approaching me? Or like, you didn't hear me speak because maybe it was my accent. And people have always pointed like, no, I knew you weren't white because you have these dark features or the way you walk or what you dress. The way you walk. Yeah. People, people have told me like, oh, the way you carry yourself, like nonverbal, just purely assumptions, like first impression. I would never ask somebody, hey, do you feel comfortable enough speaking to me? Like, I don't know. I say like, oh, do you feel, do you find me approachable? Like as a joke, like I'll talk to people and then it's like, yeah, I'm like, oh, can you tell, could you tell that I was white or could you tell like I was Hispanic before my accent? Like I'll have those open conversations with people. And then that's where my, again, now I'm stuck between the two definitions because it's all right. Well, also your name gives it away too. Like even without seeing a photo of you or anything, you know? Yeah. If you just, if you just hear me like hey everyone this is gabby i feel like that's also passing (laughs) right 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 so gabby you it's in certain moments you know you are not white because of your features but also you are white because your skin pigmentation is not that dark and i feel like right am i getting am i concluding that right yes absolutely but i will compare that in missouri you don't know how many times like my colleagues would like put their arm against mine and they're like yeah you're darker can't you tell and it was stuff like that like that like if we were out in the sun and I tanned like they're like oh if you don't turn red are you white (laughs) so I thought that was funny that that was their measurement oh my god well okay I think listen I think this word um the article that i read off npr it's an old article actually it's from 2014 which is actually more recent than the one that you're referencing gabby just so you know it's also off the code switch podcast and this article details how we've as a society moved from colored to minorities to now people of color so in essence it has been a way you know and he references it in the article where it's now more inclusive you know but at the same time you know we live now in an era and danny just references this was written back in 2014 i feel like now we've come back around where it's like is this the best way to describe all of us and i don't know it's 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 too dicey it's too dicey because 
lines are too blurred. You can be a person of color in this instant, but not this instant. Mm -hmm. Or even when that reporter said per people of color, she wasn't in incorrect. She was using the definition of an editor saw that and she said person of color. Hey, she's correctly it's not using politically this correct. Right. So right. I think just using the word person of color almost seems troubling to me. Honestly, I think Gabby said it best. Hey, let's just refer to people what they are instead of making this one super long, super califragilistic, espialidocious, right. you know, terminology, black, indigenous, people of color. Now, you know, three years from now, they're going to have four more letters. Yeah. So, you know, let's stop as we've constantly said on this podcast we've you know we've dissected the u.s census and how we only have certain boxes to pick from and now you know we we talked about different intersectionalities where at the end of the day these terms are made to describe a group of people those terms change and sometimes we can reflect on it and be like this is maybe not even the best term to use or build off of and honestly I I think I'm not even gonna I'm gonna stay away from this word because it, it, yeah. it I think it gets dicey it gets it dicey it and really... then and then I feel like it it opens doors for needing to explain yourself in every instance mm -hmm. that you're in like what Gabby was saying like oh I think I would in this scenario but not necessarily in this scenario right. it's like oh my gosh I just wanted to briefly um, talk about this blog post that I saw in my research um, on this particular term and. It's by a Desi guy. For those of you who don't know what Desi is, it's a it's a person that's usually from India or Pakistan. And the article is called What's Wrong with the Term Person of Color? I'm just going to read a little snippet of it because it's really long. But basically, he compares, um, like, he says, being a Desi kid in St. Louis is not like being a Black kid in St. Louis or anywhere else. Even if we live in the same neighborhoods, Black people in the U.S. largely have their ancestry in former informally enslaved peoples, and most South Asian folks are immigrants or immigrants' children. So essentially, he's talking about having that racialized experience, how that could be like a common theme, but you can't ever compare both because, or either, I should say, because one is associated with like violence and and literally the, the color of your skin, and the other one is colonization in South Asia, for example. So that's where I sort of fall into this term and why I was, again, taken aback by my friends who consider themselves people of color, because I feel like you can't ever compare, like no two struggles are the same, if that matters. And it's not that one is above the other one or one, you know, to discredit what a minority went through in comparison to the other. But I just feel like me not being a black woman, for example, I will never know what it feels like, what my family you know, would have gone through or what those, those struggles have been carried out through generations, if that makes sense. I, I don't even want to remotely put myself in that position where I have to explain myself or think that I'm comparing myself or my ancestry to somebody else. So that's why I struggle with this. And I would just rather say I'm Hispanic or I consider myself a minority or and not just because I'm white, I'm literally white like looking white passing but also because my ancestry is middle eastern arab um and european so i legit am white but as a hispanic woman i don't know i just feel like it's very this is very complicated so to kind of get a, like we've all established that it's complicated and it's dicey so i want to go into like two we had two definitions but it's two spheres or two lenses to look at the terms 
And um, I was briefly a linguistics minor for a little while before pivoting into history. So I actually found my NPR article because I was looking at the linguistic aspects of people of color. And then there's this one linguist, John McWhorter, who was quoted and interviewed on the Code Switch podcast. And he's a linguist from Colombia. So linguistics is like not exactly under the branch of sociology because it's very much based on language. But sociology obviously plays a role in how language develops. So I just want to preface that because his expertise is not sociology. However, linguistically, he describes people of color as simply like being white or being white is the absence of color, like melanin, skin tone. That's what you're looking at. So anyone who has any type of color can be a person of color. Sociologically, people of color is kind of the term used for people who are subordinate to whites. That's kind of what you're inferring. So Mm -hmm. formally, in terms of linguistics, Somebody who is of color is in terms of melanin. And the idea is to have a term for people who are not white. Now, that's just simple, basic foundational linguistics. But if you continuously look at linguistics in comparison to society, the human being walking around and who talks to others like can mean well. But if they look at someone else, it's because they don't see them. A white person sees them completely as their equal. Or there could be some source, some sense of oppression in society that someone is looking at them slightly differently because something taught them to, because they don't look white. And when I think about it like that, I'm like, okay, maybe that's why my white friends don't look at me as white, because they know that I'm not, I don't match up completely. And that's where I think like, okay, that kind of makes things a little bit easier for me to understand the term or like why it came about it's still like not of the best i agree with you all but personally mcwarder said like people should just be clear especially in writing like non-whites not whites like because that's what you're saying at the end of the day and that's going to make it easier and he says that he got some of his information from reading other books for those i'm not asian so i can't dive into it but there is a book called are asian americans white it's more of a political discussion about why some Asian Americans may consider themselves white and why some don't, i.e. a lot of history and they were racialized. So that's why some consider themselves people of color. But it stayed with the trends because it's all about how this country in particular racializes someone. And again, these terms are very much in the United States. So I do want to dive into like, what does this mean for us Latinos? I think as Latinos we should steer clear of this word honestly <laughs> because it, it it because of what we've been discussing all along you know you can you can be considered a person of color in one space when you're looking at other than white all latin america all people coming from latin america are other than white that makes them people of color but i feel like you can be in a space where other people may not have that definition and may only see that as being only uh, black people or people of darker skin colors. Or you may be in a space where it's a more widely accepted term for any minority. So it it kind of it, it, I I wouldn't I honestly would not use it because it could offend someone. Or you may be wrongly describing someone. Or as even Danny said, it people some people may find it offensive. So. I think it's just a bad terminology overall. I think Hispanics and Latinos should just think too, hey, we're Hispanic, we're Latinos, we're minorities in the space. But I think people of color is just, 
too much and the maybe you get the wrong people using it too so that's that's my qualm my my uh take on this i think is for the most part when somebody else labels you like when it's society labeling you there's a problem because they're essentially making you feel smaller than slash othering you slash marginal marginalizing you even more um and that's where it could be insulting um however at the end of the day it's such a personal thing if you know if you consider yourself a person of color then that's that's up to you the way you identify yourself and for no one else to say anything else so even though Hispanics fall within the dicey definition because we're an ethnicity, not a race, have, how have we been racialized? Are we brown enough? All those questions that may loom. And to be honest, remember, y'all, this type of conversation, like a, a purely brown person, like someone who knows that they are brown, probably isn't debating whether or not they're a person of color the way we are right now. And that's why we brought this topic up is that some people know full in their hearts if something applies to them and can be fully supported, supportive of it, others can claim that this is a term that needs to go in the garbage, which it seems to be a consensus among us. So, just like labels in general. It's just really tough out here. And we really wanted to address this topic because it's tough for our community. So whether you identify as a person of color or not, we do want to warn, please do not go around and asking people, are you a person of color? Please speak from the eye and know your identification on your own. We just wanted to give you these tidbits to think about, talk about, and maybe lean on to this next person and say, Oye, let's talk. How do you identify so we can properly have the same middle ground? 